Hey guys, this is Editing Steven from Third Wheel Podcast here. Usually we record episodes that last about an hour to an hour and a half. Sometimes we go uh, over that hour and a half limit, but not by much. Today we have about... We have a lot of material, let me just put it at that. Uh, I have a pretty big story, and it's a relatively personal story that I talk about in this episode. Uh, and... The the thing that happens with this is that there's a lot of there's a lot to unpack here, and we made the executive decision that we were just going to do a two part episode, and so the episode is kind of just going to roughly like just abruptly end, um, but I'll give a little piece at the end of it. Uh, but just a fair warning that this will be a two part episode. Brandon and Grace's takes and their stories in regards to this and who is dubbed the third wheel will appear next week as a new episode um but it'll just kind of start as abruptly as this episode finishes it'll just kind of take off so let it be known to that uh and yeah if you guys are new thank you for joining this podcast if you guys are um not new and you're returning welcome back and i hope you enjoy the episode Hello and welcome to Third Wheel, the show where we talk about anything that we want to talk about and find out after the fact that I'm just so bad at doing my job. I'm Steven and I'm joined as always by Brandon and Grace. Say hello. So bad. I'm right. so bad at doing my job. I also job. do things and they don't mean anything in the end. Yeah, I'm so bad at doing my job. If you guys are new here, I welcome. I don't know if you'll be hearing this <laughs> or not at this point. But if you're, uh, yeah, if you're new to this, welcome. What happens here is that every episode there's a topic we discuss it. Maybe we don't. I don't know. Uh, and one of us is deemed the third wheel, which just basically means they lost that episode because we don't have winners here. And they have to host, well, kind of host the next episode in a behind-the-scenes handshake deal that we did. Uh, but they also get to pick the topic for next week's uh, episode to give them an edge on not being third wheel next week. Um, and technically, even though at this point it was like two months ago, I was the third wheel of the episode and had to pick the topic for today. It was honestly like almost two months ago. It was point. a very long time ago. I'm so upset by that. Don't worry about it. We had like an episode after, so Brandon made me the third wheel is what happened. Yeah. And then I had an episode in line that I had, that I had lined up. Um, and it was the rhyming one. I think Grace became the third wheel from that one. No, Brandon, no Brandon came the third wheel from that yeah. one. He yeah. only one point from it. Then I became the third wheel again. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we had an episode with Randy that didn't work. And then that took two weeks to try and get. And then we, in, in the meantime, we did an episode of Deal or No Deal that didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> and Brandon suffered a lot, and then the following week is when we did stuff with Randy, in which we referenced all of this deal or no deal stuff. Thinking that the episode was gonna Thinking actually that everything was okay, and then yep. it wasn't. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, 
It was like, so the thing that happened with Randy is that, like, you heard, like, three minutes of it, and then no audio played ever. The f- weird thing with the deal or no deal thing was that it would it played for 30 minutes and it was fine. And then all of a sudden, it was as if, like, an alien had attacked it. And mm-hmm. it was spiking weird audio noises, completely cut out, came back in for a bit, and I was like, maybe I just cut that part out. And then... It was only fine for, like, 30 seconds, and then the rest of it was just garbage. And I was like, (sighs) well, fine. (laughs) I guess this isn't happening either. I'm so bad at my job. (laughs) So bad at doing this. Don't. I was going to say don't worry about it, but yeah, no, just get better at your job. No, I'm worried about it. (laughs) I keep making eye time. I'm just watching time tick by at this point. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. watching how long we're recording. Speaking of jobs, which I don't have currently because it's summer, how how is your shit going, guys? Brandon, you go first. <laughs> it's going. Um, really? That's all we get? It's been, like, two months. There's be- There better be some sort of update. No, it hasn't. It's been, like, this is, like, what, his third or fourth week? That's by like fourth week, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. so it's been a month. There's gotta be more than it's going. <laughs> what? A, oh my god, no, um, t- tell the meatloaf story. What? Am I allowed to talk about that, like, publicly? Because it's, like, really? a client. Like, no, like am, am, am uh, I, actually, is that well, something if you that don't, I can do? names are important information. <laughs> I mean, that's fine, you can tell us, we'll bleep everything out, because Steven needs to hear it. Yeah, okay, so, hear this meatloaf story. Basically, um... One of the newer attorneys that they just hired, I think, like a few months ago, um, he uh, he gets a lot of the uh, more, uh, int- I guess, uh, interesting cases. Um, and what I mean by that is the one that he, uh, I don't, this is, I think, it's been a few weeks, so I don't know if anything else has happened with it. It's just what I've overheard him telling his other co-workers, because usually yeah, I'm just in a little cubicle space, and yeah, normally if there's a... A lot of the attorneys will vent to a lot of the other clerks or second secretaries that are there that are uh, um, about stuff they're working on. And uh, this uh, one particular case this attorney is working on... Um, there's this man who has a cow named Meatloaf. <laughs> that, whoa, that's not at all where I thought this story was going at all when referenced to the Meatloaf story. No, no, there's a cow named Meatloaf. I don't like where and, this is going. And uh, Meatloaf escaped the house. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the circumstances in which Meatloaf was kept in, but... He, uh, a gate was left open and Meatloaf got out. <laughs> and so, awesome. and so, um, uh, the, the neighborhood that this man lives in is, uh, run by, is in, in HOA. And, uh, HOA, yeah, no, they, uh, they, they got very upset about that Meatloaf got out. <laughs> and they find him and all that stuff and we're like, what no we're <laughs> <laughs> upset about that but this guy um uh he happens to be i if if he's not the only one he's like one of the only like actual he's uh 
the only like uh, person of color in his neighborhood. Oh. And so he went to uh, the law firm that I'm working at and is trying to sue the HOA for, uh, for being uh, for discriminating against him. Good. Um, <laughs> and uh, the dilemma that the attorney, my attorney, or not my attorney, the uh, attorney is having is that it, it, it's cow got out. No, none of the other neighbors' cows got out of it. And so, like, there's that's why he got fined and no one else. So, so he's what trying you to explain have to, do to his is clients release more cows in other people's neighborhoods and see what yeah. happens. That's yeah, what you so have to do. He's trying to explain to his client that. No, I don't think that's what's happening. <laughs> no one else's cow got out. That's kind of funny, though. <laughs> and so I haven't heard, I haven't heard uh, any further updates on that, and I don't know if I ever will. But just that bit that I heard was. Yeah, that's that's fine for viewers to hear. There's no personal information, no neighborhood information. That's yeah. kind of, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't have any new interesting information regarding my work, um, but I do have an amazing new Tinder story. <laughs> Dude, are you on Tinder? Oh, yeah, I'm on Tinder. oh my god! <laughs> I bet the stories never end. Oh, yeah. I'm only on. Tinder. I was on Tinder for forty-eight hours, and I've got <laughs> stories. I'm only on Tinder just to. Just to say that I'm actively, like, trying, quote-unquote. But that's pretty much it. That's, I, I don't like Tinder. I don't like dating apps that are photo-based. <laughs> because uh, unless it's, like, one of those things where, like, people actively use the app. Because I don't know about you guys, but women on Tinder don't use Tinder. Oh um, no, that's this and that's <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. I've actually heard like a lot of conversations of. There's even studies shown that like men don't get swiped on. Like it's a disproportionate nope. like men to women, and women don't even really swipe very often, or they're super picky. So men get like virtually yeah. no matches. Yeah. So yeah, women just don't use Tinder ever. Um, but, like, the thing when it comes with me is just that, like, I don't care. I don't care what you look like. Plus, a after a certain time, a certain amount of time swiping, some of y'all just look the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's just kind of how it is after a while. It's just some people just look Very the true. same. I'll, I'll be scrolling, uh, if I'm, like, swiping for, like, two, three minutes, I'll come across someone else and I'm just like, didn't I just see you? And sometimes... That's, that is the case. Sometimes they just have multiple different accounts and something. I don't know! But, like, I don't like the aspect of doing it, because it's just like, I don't want to start a relationship off by objectifying you. Because <laughs> you were one of the few yeah. that I swiped right on, which meant that I that you've met some sort of criteria. It's backwards, and I don't like it. No, I get what you mean. But I, I matched with this girl on, like, Monday of this week. Uh, and the first thing that they said was sugar baby. And I was, with a question mark. And I was like, 
What? Are you <laughs> are you asking me to be yours? They responded no. Yeah. And I said, are you asking for you to be mine? And they responded no. And I said, I'm confused then. And they responded no. And I'm just sitting there just like, is no, this a am I having a real conversation right now? This was the this is the most sane part of this conversation. <laughs> this was the most sane part of this. Dude, conversation. Steven, I would love to have access to your Tinder account. Honestly, Please and thank you. Anyway, yeah, honestly, I'll send it to you anyways. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> I actually think I'm logged in with my gmail so yeah go for it um, <laughs> i get on there and i don't like your pictures i'm changing them well the only pictures you have of me are worse <laughs> i know that's a joke <laughs> all right whatever <laughs> but anyways um so i i'm just like i don't know what no means so that's cool it, what are you talking about and they said yes, and I was just like, I don't, I, I really have no idea what you're trying to say to me, and uh, frankly, I'm already uninterested. <laughs> um, and they responded back with, sorry, my kid had my phone, and I was just like, huh, Boy. um, two, three, three things here, one, kid, <laughs> one, one yeah. kid, that's no, I'm, I'm 20, and I live in an apartment and still going to college, so that's already a no, but I'll be nice about it. Um, two, your profile says that you're 18. What? Not judging. Three, how is your kid old enough, then, to be, to yeah. be using words like sugar, baby? That's, <laughs> that's not, so that's weird. Not, nope, that's a lie. So the kid thing is just wrong. So that's Yeah, no. that's really weird. But anyways, I was just like, sweet, you have a kid? And they responded with, well, it's my boyfriend's kid. And I was like, oh, wait a wait, minute. What? <laughs> wait, a minute. And she responded with, oh, they they died yesterday. And I was just like, what? what? <laughs> yesterday. Also, why are you taking care of his kid? I mean, that part, that part makes, it makes more sense than anything else I've heard. I would, I would be totally okay with the concept of, like, her looking after, like, her Okay, but that doesn't make kid. sense. Because she's 18! She's 18, why wouldn't the mother take care of the child? I don't know! Listen, like, the rest of the conversation is already weird. That part made the most sense in this given situation. And I went, yeah, why are you on Tinder if your boyfriend died yesterday? Like, I mean, sorry for your loss, but I'm super conf- I'm, I, this is super messed up! And Some people was... try to weird you out, though, so you'll unmatch with oh, them, though. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> and, but I just wanted to see where this was going at this point. Uh, and she responded with, Oh, I'm just trying to look for a date to his funeral. And I was like, What? what? <laughs> that is the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard in my life. What the life. fuck? And, and I was just like, 
nope. Something you know. I I I'm not even gonna be uh, be uh, like sugarcoat this. Everything about what I've heard right now is super fucked up. And she was just like, "Could you and maybe like your family come to the funeral? I would like there to be more new in-laws so that his mother gets jealous." And I was like, "What, what am I? What, what am I reading? Am I having a stroke? What am I like high off my ass? Like what is? What am I reading?" And I said, "No, you will never speak." Dude, that's iconic, though. It's like, you will never speak a word to any of my family members, and I'm not going to this funeral. Everything about this is messed up, and you are a horrible person. <laughs> and she was just like, whatever, man. I would have let you tap at the open casket. And I what was, the fuck? There's no I, way that's real. And I was sitting there just like, no. No, I, I, even, if, even if for some reason no I went to the funeral... I brought my family. I still wouldn't do that. I no. <laughs> I would not do that. And I, I that's disrespectful to your boyfriend. That's that's not what I'm on Tinder for. No one else at the reception would want to watch that and you'd be arrested for public indecency. <laughs> uh, and she was just like, "Oh, my boyfriend would be happy about it." She we watch me do stuff with other guys all the time. Oh, yeah. What the like, hell? I'm done with this conversation, even though this is going to be the funniest story I ever have. I don't want there to be more to tell. Oh my god. <laughs> so I just unmatched, and I sat there. I sat back. Like, cause this happened while I was getting gas in a whole span of, like, tw like 15 minutes at a gas station, like, getting food and whatnot. I was just like... Am I having a dream? Was that real? Did I have a real conversation with another human being? I don't care if that was a fake Tinder account, or if this girl was actually genuinely serious, or if this guy, if this girl was a guy. I don't care about any of that. That's the a crazy fact, backstory, though. The fact that this just was some actual human being means that I fear for humanity because this is a human being that's local to me. Now I'm terrified to go outside. <laughs> this is someone that was nearby within 20 miles of my house. I was so scared. <laughs> but yeah, that's my, uh, that's my little tender story that happened. <laughs> and I'm I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, understandably so. Do you even what our topic is? No, I don't even remember who's it. Well, we, we, we just did this small talk. I don't know if we went over the topic. It's me. I was the third wheel. Okay. Um, and our topic today will be told after... Well, no, it'll be told before I tell this story. Because <laughs> I will lead us off with the story that prompted this. But it's times of of betrayal that either you have acted or have been acted upon you. Just basically times of betrayal and or revenge slash vengeance <laughs> slash maybe karma. Uh, I just want to hear uh, stories about... You guys getting royally screwed over and what happened after the fact. 
or just you guys being royally screwed over? <laughs> no, is that Steven was laughing at me. Yes. Because you're mean. I, I, I did not know what you were referring to, no. But, um, I referenced... laughing at me. Yeah, I am. I am laughing at you. Before he left, he was laughing. Oh. <laughs> as, as I was getting ready to leave, I just heard uh, through the, my headphones, because I didn't deafen myself, I just set my headphones down and muted myself. I just heard very faintly through my headphones, I'm alone. Troubles have all gone. I walked back to my headset and Grace was just singing that song. I was like, I can still hear you. I haven't left yet. <laughs> that was funny. Um, that was mean. But yeah, this story happened. This This took place two years ago. So this is really recent, and I will tell you both straight up, it's the only time in my life that I can ever say that I've contemplated murder. <laughs> I, I've said and made jokes about just that in general, but I think this is the first time that I actually thought I would be capable of doing so. Interesting. But, so here's, here's what's going on. So... Out of the blue, I'm working at my, my family's business that we have up here in Reno, uh, just chilling. Out of the blue, someone on Snapchat just adds me. Don't, speaking of which, ringer. I, I thought, no, <laughs> uh, that was such convenient timing. <laughs> oh my god, that was funny. Um, but yeah, I don't recognize their name or like their bitmoji. It just doesn't look like anyone I know, but because this happens, like, occasionally, um, I, I'm just like, oh, who are you? Like, who is this person? And mess around with them a bit. Uh, it turned out it was, like, someone from my high school that I knew, um, who wasn't supposed to have Snapchat, so they thought that by naming their Snapchat account something different, um, and not having a Bitmoji that looked like them, they would be able to get away with it. I don't know why this was the plan, <laughs> but that was the plan. Uh, okay. And this is like mid-July, so, th so this is technically two and a half years ago when the story starts. It's like mid-July when, uh, when this happens, and then rolls around to, to Christmas time. Uh, we had been talking, talking a bit. Um, it's about like, it's, yeah, it's January of the, the next year. We had been talking a bit. Uh, just back and forth after that, because uh, I knew them. They were they were from my high school. They were two grades below me, so they were currently a junior, and this was my freshman year of college. Um, and they did similar stuff uh, that I did in high school. Like they were a part of different theater groups. They were actually a part of one of the murder mystery dinner plays that I threw. Um, so I, I I knew them, I, and they also did track. So I knew them a lot. I'll refer to. Uh, her as Brandon gave me a name. That's not banana. Don't you fucking say um, banana. Banana! Uh, apple. Alright. So, right. so, yeah, Apple, right? Uh, I referred to her, uh, like, we were talking back and forth, and she actually asked me to their prom. Um, and I was allowed to go because I was an alumni of one year, so I was actually allowed to still go to their prom. Uh, and up until, 
like this point, uh, like almost, uh, almost like, I don't know, five, ten minutes after Apple added me on Snapchat, this bitch of a person that I will get to later, Brandon, uh, Grace, give me a name. <laughs> um, wait, fuck, for like a boy or a girl? Guy. Uh, Open. Charles. <laughs> All right. So, so like five minutes after after Apple adds me on Snapchat, so does Charles mm. randomly. Both of them add me at like a similar time, but his was came after the fact, and it wasn't by far. Um, but I didn't add him back because I knew who he was, and I knew he was kind of annoying. <laughs> and I from from other people, like he annoyed Randy, and that's something that is like a well, you get an is award, it? sir, <laughs> for doing. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if you were able to get under Randy's skin, you have issues. <laughs> but yeah, like I was just like, I know who you are. I've never spoken a word to you. I'm I'm not gonna add you back. Uh. And that was pretty much the end of it. Um, but, uh, towards... Holy crap, does he confront you at the prom? No. That'd be hilarious. No. <laughs> this story happens at... The, the main meat and potatoes of this story happens after prom. Um, but leading up into it, I think like a, a month before uh, prom actually happened, uh, Apples was telling me about like who was all in their, their prom group and what was like uh, gonna be happening and Charles was one of them because she was he was friends with Apples and that was just how that worked. Uh, so uh, so I was just like, you know what? I, I guess I'll add him back because I planned on um, I planned on kind of being the chauffeur, quote unquote. I was going to be driving um, Apples because we had a Mustang at the time. My parents just sold it. Uh, but we had like a 96 Mustang that um, I was going to take her to prom in. Um, and she was just like, oh, yeah, there's some other people that will need rides. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they could come with because, you know, I'm kind of peacocking <laughs> a little bit. She's like, oh, yeah, totally. I can I can drive, drive the other the other people in, in your party. Uh, and yeah, Charles was one of them, and I was just like, yeah, I'll add this guy back. Uh, and I was talking to him a bit, uh, just back and forth, and he just seemed super open. Um, but he showed, like, a lot of interest in why I was talking to Apples, which I was just like... That's weird. Well, I, at the time, I was just like, sure, he doesn't know who I am. I'm just some random guy that is coming to prom that is a college person, if they've been friends for a while, which yeah. later I learned that they were, it might just be him just doing a check or whatever. But also, I'm a guy, so I know what his intentions are in this conversation. <laughs> I know exactly what he's doing. He's trying to, you know, just figure out some information in order to figure out, like, who the new guy that suddenly has all of her attention is going to. Um, so I'm kind of just, like, nonchalantly just being like, I, I know why you're talking to me, and I'm, you know, I'm gonna be cordial with you, because I, I'm not gonna be starting any drama, because I'm not in a high school, and I don't care, um, but, like, you know, you, you don't have to keep asking me all of these questions, and be super personal about it, like, I, I'm open, and I will remain, uh, remain, uh, like, available for any questions, because I've just always held up to that end of my bargain, but, like, that doesn't, 
That doesn't mean you just like invade my personal space if I've only known you for a few for a few weeks. Yeah. Um, we come to around prom, and uh, I noticed that like throughout the night, Apple seems a little bit off. And, it, and it, she was always a person that was, like, a little bit more uncomfortable in person, but was, like, you know, able to express herself just fine through text, but in person it was kind of, like, a little bit awkward, but I, I, I didn't, like, it was a different kind of thing than that. She just seemed that any time she was, like, around me, it was, like, a weird situation, as if, like, she didn't know what to do about it. And I was just kind of, like... It's prom. It's a it's a different step. It's all right, but so I was going back and forth about it. But the only but the time that it actually made me click that something else was going on was it was it was on the first slow dance of the night. One of her friends came in uh, uh, and just like it wasn't it wasn't Charles. It was one of her female friends came in and was just like you look on you look you you look uncomfortable. Let me save you. And those words. And I was I was standing there just like the hell. And I turned around and Charles is behind me. Uh, and at this point in time, like I was fine with him when he wasn't like harassing me about apples. He was a really chill person. And I actually did enjoy, like, the rest of that night just being super weird because none of my friends were there. I mean, Dylan was there because he was still seeing uh, at the time. But, yeah, none of my friends were there um, and except Dylan. And Dylan was kind of just being how Dylan is at every dance. He barely, like, went out on the actual, like, dance floor and did anything. He was just off to the side uh, doing whatever. But I was, I, was having, I was having fun because, yeah, none of them were there to, like actively make fun of me or whatever but i honestly wouldn't have cared that night i was having i was having so much fun uh night ends and uh the the plan was that the all the other people were gonna get rides but it would just be me and apples and i would take her back home uh and i was gonna take her to, to yogurt beach on the way back and then all of a sudden she's like i'm actually gonna go on a ride with uh one of my friends is just gonna take me we're they're doing like a weird after party thing or something for just girls or whatever and i was like oh yeah that's fine and i went home um and then i proceeded to uh talk to jake just about different stuff going on because i was just like you know i don't i don't ever like do I don't I'm not around the school there's no reason for me to be around the school I don't want to just like appear at school all the time or like just go see her at school or whatever if this is going to be like a relationship thing and I even like I asked her out after prom a little bit she said yes uh, but then it, there was like a silent period and I was super con confused about what was going on um but in the meantime, I was also looking to help coach the track team, uh, just because I like do I like doing track. My senior year was a huge bust. I didn't have a track season my junior year at all, so I was just like, I I know how to do hurdles. I know how to help with sprinters. I and from my experience with the coaches and stuff, the the stuff that I had to do, I didn't have a lot of help for. So and I know that people wanted to like look into this stuff, so I can go help them with that. Um, and, like, after, I don't know, it's, it's like, a week later uh, of just kind of silence from Apple. She's just like, so, basically, long story short, not gonna go through with, like, the whole relationship thing. Uh, not, 
not able to date, my mom doesn't know you, whatever. And I was kind of just like, I mean, I understand that. It's kind of out of the blue person that exists. But, I mean, I have no problem meeting your mom if that's going to make her more comfortable, yada, 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 a bunch of other stuff. And it was essentially just, no, not going to be the thing. Sorry about that kind of deal. She said it a little bit nicer than how I'm portraying it, but <laughs> she was, yeah, she was basically just like, yeah, it can't really happen. And I was just like, all right, but, you know, I'm still gonna do the track stuff, because I want to. Uh, and, you know, she was on track team, so was, so was Charles, and I was just like, yeah, I, I know some people that do track as well. I was in school when they were there, so I, it'll be nice to see these people again and help them get better at track. Um, after track season ends, whatever, um, I see less and less of apples throughout, um, everything, and they also, you know, go to different meets. I went to one of the meet. well, I actually went to a couple of the meets, um, and then regionals. I didn't go to state, because I think that was in Vegas, or whatever, I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, I saw less and less of apples, uh, up until, uh, regionals, where, like, the second day of regionals, she didn't have any events, uh, and I kind of, like, ditched the track coach, because when I was walking around with Jake, or walking around with some of the people that I was friends with, she was just like, remember, you're a coach, not a friend, and I was just like, yeah, but I'd like to be a friendly coach, and not whatever demon you're acting like right now, I'm not, I don't, I don't do long distance, I don't do all this, I'm hanging out with my sprinters and jumpers, leave me be. <laughs> <laughs> only been here for a little bit um but yeah I, I hung out with her like all of the second day of one of the regional meets it's like throughout the entirety of it and meets last like a long time even when it's like regionals so this is like a 10 12 hour day where i wasn't like hovering over her or doing anything it was i was at one of the events she came over and was at one of the events and then invited me to go watch all these other people and i was like oh yeah sure so it wasn't anything that I was provoking. And then track season ends, all this other stuff happens. Meanwhile, throughout this whole period, Charles is being Mr. Charles Man and asking me about all this stuff. Um, and I actually asked him a while back, uh, before I actually asked uh, Apples out, if like she was in a like position for like a relationship if she had ever like actually talked about uh dating or anything like that because i knew that she hadn't been in a relationship before so i just wanted to see like where that was and if it seemed like a good idea and he was just like yeah man you should totally go for it whatever uh and it was in a response i wasn't expecting because of how he had behaved and i was like okay all right interesting uh Fast forward to the end of track season, where I'm having a conversation with Randall, and Randall is talking to me, we're talking about whatever happening, and then out of the blue, he's like, by the way, what did you do? And I was just like, what kind of weird, vague, arbitrary question is that? I don't know what weight that has behind that, because I do a lot of things. <laughs> what does that mean? And he was just like, the, all around like the high school, everyone is just absolutely shitting on your presence. And it just happened randomly out of the blue. And I was like, I mean, you remember what high school we went to, right? I, that doesn't surprise me. But like, what's happening? He's like, I don't know. Everyone's just like telling not to date you. 
I didn't say her name. Um, <laughs> everyone's apples. telling apples not to date you. And I was just like, huh, why? What's happening? And basically what I get back from Randy and then I ask a couple of my other, uh, like other people that I know and have like good relationships with at, uh, at my high school, like what's happening. Essentially people were saying that I was uh, a pedophile um, and that I was like a super pervy for, for trying to date uh, apples. That <laughs> was for dating apples. Uh, and then also, they were saying that I was being super creepy because I just showed up to the track meets unannounced without saying anything. That I was always at track practices. And I was like, I was a coach! That's my job! Uh, and then one of the other things that they said is that with my last relationship, they said that the only reason that I actually was dating her or dated anybody I dated in high school was just for hookups. People just in mm -hmm. an instance, like for like a straight few weeks at the school were just basically calling me a slut, <laughs> which was a weird reality. And I was just sitting there just like, I don't care. That's high school drama that doesn't affect me in any way. Like, yeah, it's about me, but literally I've been around, I've been around apples. She's had conversations with me. I think I've made it kind of clear that I'm not actually creeping on her because whenever we were t talking, doing whatever, after I asked her out and she said it wasn't uh, like going to work with her, her mom, that was, that was the last time I did it. I was just talking to her after that. That was the last time I attempted it. I didn't bug her, didn't harass her, didn't do anything. So she knows she, it's up to her to make the decision. Mm. And if that's the decision that she made, then I'm going to be okay with that. This whole thing seems really grimy in that, like, you think she would have said something on your behalf. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's like everything that, like, had started or was initiated kind of started with her. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll get to that part. So, Randy informs me, because he's just like, I don't know who started it, but I know who's carrying it on. It's these individuals. One of them was Charles. Uh, mm -hmm. And some of the other ones were people that I knew uh, and were uh, like around a pretty good amount of time. And then there's just this one guy who, at that school, is just a complete douche. Um, who I knew, who everyone knew, to just actually be, like, a gross person and be the senior who preys on the freshman kind of deal. Uh, that was included in that bit of, like, trashing me. And I, I laughed at that part because I was like, I don't even, you, I've never talked to you, bro. Why is anyone listening to you? Um, but yeah, so I got a list of names. Uh, but the only one that I was interested in was Charles because Charles was like actually Apple's friend so I was just like hmm you know makes a lot more sense now and I um I confronted him about it the the day of like as soon as I figured out I sent him like a voice to text uh, uh, message because I wasn't gonna type all this out that had me speaking for like five to ten minutes <laughs> of just telling him that I knew what was up, knew what he was doing, that his plan to like rip me away so that Apple, like make me look like absolute garbage so that Apple's doesn't go for me um, uh, like just wouldn't work 
regardless because anything that happens here, it's it's not going to be a position where she's just going to be like, well, time to go to the next person. Like, that's not who she was. And I was just like, I know what you're doing. Uh, and sent him this huge, this huge thing. And then I also messaged Apples. I was like, I just heard about what was going on. And, like, I'm not going to be blunt with you. Like, I'm pretty upset that you didn't say anything about what was going on. Um, and what she was saying is that, like, not only... Because she would, like, talk about how it didn't make sense for those things to actually be true. She was super... Like, her friends, or, like, almost her entire friend group was just like, this person is not good, don't date Steven, he's all these terrible things. And she was like, but none of that makes any sense based off of, like, the experiences I had. And they were just like, oh, he's just a master manipulator, he's just really good at making you believe this other stuff. And I was just, and I'm learning about all this stuff, and I was just like, I don't think any single one of these people has actually, like, talked to me. And I said this in my message to Apples, I was like, hey, um, I know that a lot of people, like, talked bad about me, but there was a lot, a good number of individuals at that school who were talking to you about how none of that was true. Those people are the people that I actually would be seen with around the, the high school. Like, I've never hung out with all these other people. So if you want to believe people, you should believe the, the ones that, uh, like, actually, you know, hung out with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things that was funny is that after I just attacked the absolute shit out of Charles for for just like being a slimy individual um one of apple's friends like her basically bff messaged me like the the next morning being like you can't chew out my friends like that you can't say all this stuff and i was and my response was oh my god i don't, I don't know who you are and i am not gonna read your message <laughs> just Dude, put it aside <laughs> that shit bothers me so bad when People can't mind their own fucking business. Because <laughs> the thing is, is like, yeah, I get it. Your friend is upset. Be, like, but at the end of the day, you don't know that person. You don't know. Because <laughs> what's so weird is maybe I'm just fucking emotionally stupid. But like, until recently, I genuinely realized that there are two sides to every story. Yeah. I feel like it just took me a really long time to realize that. And that's mostly just because... I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't really have a good, like, revenge story. Mm-hmm. And that's just purely because I've always been very good at reading people. Mm-hmm. I'm very good at reading their body language and their tone. And I'm like, okay, you're bad news. Stay <laughs> the fuck away from me. Yeah. And some of my friends have gotten pressed over this, too. And they're like, you're you're judging people unfairly. Like, you're doing this. And then they'll, and then they'll turn around and they'll, they'll do, like, the world's biggest fucking betrayal. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't feel bad for you because I gave you a heads up and you've chosen not to believe me when it comes to grimy people multiple times, but you know, yeah. it and, is what it is. And so this is where the story comes full circle. One of the things that uh, that I did actually end up reading in her in the message that she sent was something about that not only were like students dissing on me but someone of a higher authority also said something i was just like the fuck does that mean (laughs) there's a there's like a government other than like student body stuff there's like a mob boss at this school (laughs) i mean i wouldn't be surprised but what the hell does the higher authority mean 
and I did some digging. And I, I and Randall helped me do some research with this, which is why I constantly made references like this when he was on uh, to this story, just because it makes both of us laugh at this point. Um, and we we I, we did some digging, and we were just like the only reason that they would say higher authority because apples was a really good student and not not just like a good student as far as like grades or whatnot they were just a good person like there was nothing that they would have done that would have led to any of this they are they they don't like the confrontation aspect and in all honesty the her actions were the only thing that made sense in my opinion because when um when i was dating uh and i'll probably just bleep that all of my friends at some point or what like there was a point in our relationship where all of my friends were just like dude this isn't good for you you need to stop this now and in the moment i'm but like at that point in time all they've had shown me was like horrible examples of them mistreating her so i was sitting there just like they've never confronted me like this however they've only expressed negative emotions as about her as a person in general so i don't know how to take this information if it's like the same or not and i can understand her being in that position of her friends telling her that i was not a good option but people who were my friends who she wasn't as close with telling her that I was a good person it's kind of a weird spot to be in and honestly better play it safe than sorry I, I was totally after I understood what like her thought process was because it was her decision at the end of the day I was like I'm not mad at you at all for anything that happened, like, I feel like you made a good decision in your, with, like, the information you were provided. Whether or not the information was, was true or 100%, you still made your decision based off of what was provided and was probably the safest option. But we did some digging and we figured out, like, we had, we were, like, the only way that a higher power would exist in the minds of a good student, it would have to be a staff member. But what kind of staff member is in, is engaging in this kind of like high school drama crap when I'm not at that school anymore? When I'm not there, I was like, "There's no way it's a new teacher because they would have no idea who I am. It's got to be a teacher that was there for me, but it's got to be a teacher that I probably didn't have like a good connection to." And at the time, there were only like. There were only like four or five teachers there that knew who I was uh, because they have staff interchanging all the time. So I was just like trying to narrow it down and figure it out. Um, and I, I, I made a connection at prom. One of the things that I noticed was Apples and her best friend constantly left the dance floor. Like, I was with her party, and it was the guys and the girls or whatever, and we were all dancing kind of, like, in a group. But those two constantly left, like, the dance floor. And I would occasionally, like, see where they went. Uh, and it was always, they always, like, walked up to this one teacher who was sitting there, who happened to be the wife of the theater director. Uh, and there's a, another connection here that... I hate so much that it was the reason for like most of this. The theater director and his and his wife 
uh, are Apple's favorite teachers. Like, she went to them with everything, especially the theater director. But, you know, they're married, and she went to the his wife constantly, so, like, they kind of just did that thing where it was like, married people don't keep secrets for one another, plus you would have told me later anyways, kind of, kind of spiel. Um, but essentially throughout the night, it, it appeared that Apples was trying to get like, like, have like good sound advice on what to do in regards to what she was hearing about me. Because apparently these rumors were starting before she even asked me to prom about everything going on. She was being warned about all this stuff beforehand, before I even, like, said yes to going to prom with her, or even asked her out. Um, these, this stuff was going around. Uh, and she apparently just seeked, like, a, a more adult advice. There's a, there's a fallout to this story. The wife, the wife that she was talking to happened to be my first girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, uh, favorite teacher. I dated my first girlfriend for almost two years, and she was uh, her favorite teacher, and she talked about everything. Uh, after, after like my third year of high school is when I found out that she was just basically a, a snake. She was she was an evil person. She was manipulative. She was doing all this stuff, but most importantly, she it's okay, lied Steven. You can say my name. I didn't date you. <laughs> I'm kidding. God. <laughs> but most importantly, she like lied about everything. Everything that she did. It was just in her just how she operated. She lied in her like schoolwork. She was constantly cheating on like work and tests and all this other stuff. Um, but that was just who she was. And so I'm thinking back, if her favorite teacher was you know, the theater director's wife, and that's now Apple, one of Apple's favorite teachers. And that teacher gave her advice about me in regards to what my ex-girlfriend would have said that I did to her. That would have been like a person being like, you need to be careful about this and that kind of deal that would have pushed her to not do it. Because I was thinking, there's no way it was the theater director, because we got along so well we were we were th we were super similar in a lot of ways. He had way more raging ADHD than I could ever imagine. But we were really similar people, and so I was just like, there was no way that it was him, but it had to be one of those two because those were the two people, the two staff members that she trusted. I can't imagine that like his wife just absolutely shat on me in front of the both of them. I can only imagine that she was just like. Well, if people are talking about this and that, high school rumors are blah, blah, but, you know, you gotta be careful. I know that there are instances or whatever, blah, 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 that she knows of from a lie that my ex said. But all of this happened, and I found out that most of it originated as far as, like, the... Other than the fact that, like, she should watch out or whatever, the, the pedophilia, like, rumor and... All the other crap about, like, me just stalking her all originated from Charles. All of that was just a ruse to get me out of the picture. And when I learned about that, um, I called him out on it. And he called me, like, a month later to, like, apologize or whatever. And I listened to him tell me this, like, fake story that he made up. And I could tell that it was fake because the details he described... Because he tried to say that he was, like, sexually assaulted in his past. 
And the way that he described it... Like, that's it, an excuse at all, though. Well, Even if that was, was true, that's still not an excuse. Well, he was trying to apologize to me for what what happened, but he was doing it like, that's just what I heard, and I wanted to make sure she was safe. And I was like, you want to know the, the real story about what happened with uh, with my ex uh, with my exes? Here, I'll give you the story. My, uh, I was uh, too young and too innocent to know anything about what was going on in my first relationship, but I was sexually assaulted on multiple occasions. And this continued to affect every single part of, like, my life after that. Because I didn't know what the heck was going on. Because I had never been introduced to something, like, uh, and just been thrown into the deep end like that. And uh, so I was like, that's, if you want to know what actually I've been through and not listen to rumors, then you can ask me because I'll answer any of your questions. Uh, and he was like, oh, no, I know what you've been through. I did it. When I was like 10 years old, this girl did this to me and it responded with me doing it. And I was like, your body doesn't have the hormones to actually do what you're saying that you're doing. But I'm going to let you go on with this story. Uh, and at the end of it, I was like, I don't believe a word you say. I don't want to see you again. I don't want to actually hear your voice again. Uh, I, I can't do anything about you and your relationship with apples. But if I find out from friends at that school that you do anything to hurt her, I will fucking murder you. I will kill you. I will find you. And it will be painful. And I hung up the phone. <laughs> and I sat there and I was just like, Wow, I actually meant every word of that. <laughs> I contemplated myself. I was just like, I'm not scared or shocked. Well, I'm kind of like, I'm not scared or like that I could think that thought or like surprised or whatever. But it's just like, wow, I feel like I actually would strangle him if I saw him again. <laughs> and so, yeah, still to this day, I've been like, I, I don't, I'm not, yeah. like, angry at him, and, like, well, that's not necessarily true. It's not like I haven't, like, let go, because I don't care about the situation entirely. That's and something I, you're allowed to hold on and be petty for for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm not judging. Yeah, I'm not mad about anything that, like, actually happened, but I just, I, I've, I've told this to Randy, and I've said this to Jake, um, it's just, like, if I ever, like, come face-to-face -face with this man... I, we're fighting right there. <laughs> It'll be Pokemon trainer style with, uh, if I see you, it's time to battle. <laughs> like, yeah. I told Randy, because he had a, um, a uh, senior grad party not too long ago, and I was just like, if you uh, invite him, I will bring boxing gloves. One for me, a set for me, and a set for him, and I will fight him in front of everybody. <laughs> I will do it. Yeah. But yeah, that was, I, I never, like, sought revenge. I know that everyone eventually, like, uh, dropped, well, no, I, I know that he, like, dropped everyone eventually. Um, I'm sure he did, I'm sure. But, yeah, like, that was his choice. Yeah, but, so there was no, like, actual vengeance that came from it. It was just me being like, that's probably, like, God or uh, just fate telling me that, Going back to high school to, like, talk to anybody in, like, a romantic sense, even, it's just no. <laughs> well, now it's we're also at no. the age, now we're also at, like, that age gap where it's creepy. Oh, yeah, well, this was, that's, like, the two years, uh, no, I, I know. Go down. No, I know, and I'm just saying, like, I, I know at the time it wasn't, but now it 
is. Oh yeah, now it is. <laughs> which is which is so weird to say too, just because um. It, I'm sorry. I, I just think it's so weird because, like, you know, mentally you're still the same, but also yeah. you're so mentally different. Like, I feel exactly the same as I did when I was 17, but also, like, I feel like I look at high schoolers now and it's like, you're so ignorant and stupid. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that, but, was, that was what senior year was for me specifically, was just kind of like a wake-up call, seeing how, like, new freshmen came in and then seeing how some of my friends were still acting i was just like what am i doing with my life yeah i, I get that i'm only in high school and it's probably a little early to have this conversation but like what is my what am, what am i trying to accomplish here and so instead of like being super immature and doing everything i just stopped caring about everything <laughs> just i just went with the flow of everything i mean yeah, I don't know. That, that bothers me, though, just because, like, I know you said she was non-confrontational, but I'm sorry. I mean, this hot take, this is going to be very uh, unpopular opinion. I hate non-confrontational people. Oh, I do, because, too. I don't like it Because it's like, there's a difference between being, you know, non-confrontational and not liking conflict, mm -hmm. and then there's... Oh, I'm I'm so scared to start up a conflict that I'm gonna let someone be accused of being a fucking pedophile. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not gonna say anything when my friends treat somebody like shit, which I don't I, I don't get. Like for me personally, <laughs> is I don't think I could be friends with anybody that so vehemently craps and shits on somebody oh, so yeah. much, so violently, having absolutely no proof, no sources, no nothing. It's just what they've heard through the grapevine, and so they treat that person like crap. Because mm -hmm. I've seen it too, and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, so I don't no, get it. no attempts were made at like, at like seeking out that kind of relationship with uh, with apples after mm -hmm. that. Because I was just like, one, for the reasons you stated, Grace, like that kind of that kind of communication, or to like ask me if any of this is true, is kind of important. Because like even because even if. This is a weird hypothetical, but even if all of that was true, I've still always been like, yeah, I'll open up. And I feel like at this point, it's really easy to tell if I lie to someone about something like that. <laughs> and I get really worked up about true things. Um, but then second, I was just like, I, I get having friends that have your back. And I made the mistake of like... Uh, of just, like, completely tossing out my friends' opinions when they were genuinely trying to, like, have a one-to-one -one with me. Granted, they didn't do it in the best way, but still, I made that mistake. So, like, I understand having friends that, like, you rely on and are close to when it comes to this stuff. I don't uh, know what it's like to have friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's also important to me to be in a situation in which I won't have to fight your friends for for their approval, for your, like, appreciation or whatever. So that is where this episode is going to end for the moment. If you guys want to hear what Brandon and Grace's stories are, please tune in next week for when we will uh, talk and hear about Brandon and Grace's stories. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you guys for listening to this episode in particular. If you listened it to, through the end, uh, we greatly appreciate that. Thank you very much. And also, just to those of you who 
are just in some sort of similar situation because I can't imagine that you would have the exact same situation. But for those of you who are in similar situations in which you're dealing with high school drama, normal drama, just with other people as far as relationships and all this other stuff, don't let it get to you because the truth of the matter is you know who you are and you know what you did. And the people that you trust and the people that are good for you in your life will know what the truth is. Or even if the people who are are trustworthy in your life and that you appreciate and that you hold very close to you, even if they are like someone who's close to you, they still might not be the person that you should be keeping in your life. The people who are right for you are going to be the ones who make sure that they have the full story because they're going to be concerned about who they have in their own life. And if they are able to know that that is not the kind of person you are, if there are rumors and stuff going on about you, then that's a good person to have in your life. Don't worry about all what's being said by all these other people. Worry about what you know and who you are. And worry about keeping those people who know who you are close to you. Because that's what's important. Don't let the world get you down. Don't let the world affect you. And don't let the world tell you who you are. Thank you guys for listening. And tune in next week for another episode of Third Wheel.